Blog Talk Radio. Another edition of the Total Sports Live podcast here on Blog Talk Radio. And like we always say before any and every podcast, make sure you check it out on blogtalkradio.com backslash Total Sports Live. And also you can check it out on the TuneIn Radio app or on iTunes. It's just that simple. All three all three things are available for you guys to listen to the podcast, especially if you missed tonight's one because this one is good. And let's get underway. Uh, let's start this podcast off. You guys remember him. He's been on here before. It's been about, I want to say, a couple of years. So that means that's been two years ago he's been on the podcast, and he's making his return to his colleagues, and it's greatly appreciated that he joined us tonight. Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Jeremy Butler joining us here on the podcast. That's much different <laughs> than 20, when we said 2014 NFL draft prospect. Now we can say Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Jeremy Butler. Thanks, Jaren, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Nah, man, I really thank you for letting me come on and speak, man. I really appreciate that, you know, following me, sticking with me for those two years, first two years, going into the third. I mean a lot to me. Yeah, man, it's been an interesting journey, to say the least. Like you said, you know, connecting back in 2014, the spring of 2014, small school guy, you know, it's already tough to be a small school player. You're a small school player at a skill position, and now you're at this point playing for the Baltimore Ravens. Just give the listeners, you know, a, a, an update on your journey because, you know, it's been a tough one to say the least because you're because you know because you had to go this year number like I said you're a small school guy and you had and you went the undrafted route and that's not an easy route to go through as we've seen like, all these TV series especially the undrafted series on NFL Network and you have managed to still be on this roster and make some plays by the way people haven't seen last this past season so just talk about your journey up to this point. Uh yeah, it's been a little up and down, man, but it's just. I just been appreciating each moment and, and and just living in the moment, not worrying about the things I can't control. You know, knowing there's a bigger purpose. You know, there's you know higher forces working. You know, that, you know our Creator and our Lord. So I just trust in that and just do my part, man. Just make the most of each day. Like you know, appreciate each day. And so I never got caught up with you know the uphill battles or ups and downs. I mean, it was emotional, but I never dwelled on it. And I think just making the most of the ups and making the most of the downs. You know, riding the waves and you know with good times and. Stand, stand firm and solid in the bad times, you know, so that just helped me make it through. And so definitely that first year, you know, really wanting to play and, you know, being injured, injured reserve that first year. Then that second year, kind of finally, you know, taking a long route, like you said, but finally breaking through and not just being around but making some plays. So, I mean, that's those moments make the moments that, you, you know, the ups and downs worth it when you finally get that, you know, get those breaks and you get those rewards and those, those, those high times, that, you know, to kind of ride. 
Yeah, totally. I totally agree with you. And it's in it. And, and you mentioned you're, you know, 2014. You know, you're coming in as an undrafted guy. And, you know, you're walking in on a on a pretty historic franchise in the Ravens. You know, Ray Lewis walked through these halls, and you got Flacco and Steve Senior. And you know, and then you're playing in your first preseason game. I remember it, because I think I was watching. I think I was playing the Jets or something like that. And I think you had a catch or something in that game. I don't know. I'm really beating myself right now going back this far. But <laughs> you played in that game, like you said. Then you go on, you know, like the injured reserve, which I know that definitely had to be tough for you, you know, especially, like you said, you you know, you know you're getting you're, – you're coming in as a rookie and then to go on IR is kind of – going to reserve is kind of like – it's kind of like almost in limbo in the way, you know what I'm saying, because you don't know. Like, yeah. You don't know if your roster spot is safe or not, or you know you don't even know the team's going to keep you because they're yeah, they're course. like, okay, he's an undrafted guy, you know, he's not a dude that we you know spent a pick on or whatever, so he's expendable. But obviously, Harbaugh and company saw a reason to keep you because obviously you impressed them. Yeah, that was it. Like you said, that's it's it was tough. Like that made it even harder. And like I said, it's not it's confusing at times, but. I just fought as hard as I could to kind of, you know, just stay, stay true to myself, worry about what I can control. And I know it's so cliche, but it's something I kind of picked up. Just like, you know, even from the old, you know, older guys on the team, just control what you can control, you know, just make the most easy day. It's all going to work out for your favor. You just got to wait your turn pretty much. That's, that's that's the main thing about the league that like, a lot of people should know is it, it, it kind of no matter how talented you is in a sense, but it's more so just, it's a brotherhood. It's like the biggest fraternity, you know, and it's mm-hmm. you got the witcher turn to really, you know, to break through. And, you know, sometimes you may think you're ready, you know, fresh out of college, you know, where you was 9 times out of 10, the main star on the team. You don't know how to start back over from being a freshman, you know, and earning your dues again. But that's what it's like, you know. The older guys, mm-hmm. you know, you got to make plays for them to get the respect, you know. Not having a nice car, but having a nice sign bonus from being a first-round draft pick, you know. Some guys respect undrafted guys over, you know, the, the first-round picks or vice versa because the way you come in and handle business and work, you know, willing to learn and willing to kind of put your pride aside and understand that you got to earn your right, you got to earn your dues, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the process no, I yeah. went through, just earning trust mm-hmm. with the teammates, earning comfort. And the more comfortable you get, the more confident you play. So it's hand-in-hand. Yeah, it totally is hand in hand, and it's kind of like, like you said, it's hand, it goes hand in hand in the game. Probably, I know for you, like you said, the more you got comfortable, especially after year one, got comfortable in the year two. I'm pretty sure the game and everything just like slowed down for you. Like, all right, I know how to play wide receiver. I'm confident in my skills now. Let me go out, and you know, and you let let's go out and let's play a game. And you saw some action this season. You were. You 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 know you guys the Ravens didn't have such a best season this season, but that was more yeah. not because of bad play, it was more because of the injury bug. Nobody, I don't think any in recent years we've seen an injury bug hit your guys' team like the way it did. It was just kind of ridiculous. It just seemed like everybody was going down. So Smith, Blacko, yeah, I mean, we had Perryman even before the even season started. Bashard goes down to just like wow, like this is like just happening right there and there, but. With that being said, it gave a lot of opportunities like you, Kamar Aiken, uh, Ryan Mallett was saw some time at quarterback, you know, Buck Allen got some playing time as well. A lot of you younger guys got a chance to really stretch your stuff. And, you know, just talk about your last season for the team and how it was, you know, going through, you know, with all those injuries and kind of having, you know, in football it's kind of like you got to have that next man, that next man up mentality. So just talk about that and talk about, 
for yourself how it felt to get out there and, you know, playing some meaningful, playing some meaningful stats, football in the regular season. Uh, it was a lot. I mean, I was, it was, and it's like, it's just the business we in, you know, and of course, you know, no guy ever, you know, which is ill next, man. But like, it was a thing where, you know, coming from being on practice squad, those first couple of games, those first seven, I think, and for seven, eight, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, seeing things unfold and, you know, making the plays and practice kind of just thinking like, you know, I'm at kind of like, not the bottom of the bottom, but I'm, I got a long, I got a longest climb up the ladder to get to where I'm trying to go. But it's like you're still trusting in like the process and waiting my turn, waiting my turn. And like I said when you see the injuries and you know you see the things, you know happening, it's like, of course as a human, as a teammate and a friend, you know you care and it means a lot. But at the same time, you gotta have that kind of like the next man up mentality and be ready for the opportunity. Because I mean, some people get another one, some people you know may get one, and you gotta be ready for it. And so that's that mindset I kept. And you know as you see the injuries piling up, piling up, you know you kind of see like okay, maybe it's my it might really turn around, you know, I end up playing. You know, I might have a chance to show what I can do. And it happened that way, and it's like, when I happened, I was, you know, more than ready. And I think it took maybe the first, probably maybe go up to the warm-ups with the lot, like, you know, the, you know, with the team, like, you know, for, like not preseason, you know, going through warm-ups, being on the field, you know, seeing the cameras, understanding, like, okay, this is what you usually, you know, sitting in front of the living room and watch. You know, so it's like you're here now, and then it, if, as a receiver, it's always that, that first catch you got to get. And then, as a football player, you got to get that kind of first touch, that first, you know, contact. And, like, when I made my first play and I realized, okay, the way I made it, I was like, okay, you know, you belong. Like, you can you can, hold, you can more than hold your own here. So, I mean, I just got comfortable and started catching the ball and waiting when it came my way and got more and more confident and comfortable in the system and, you know, actually playing and, you know, being, you know, NFL wide out, you know, playing meaningful minutes and making meaningful plays. And so that's what kind of helped me and then, a confidence booster was definitely when we played against Seattle. And, you know, that secondary and that defense, was, that was, they're straight, they get across the league. And, you know, and going in there and having, like, a you know, pretty good game, you know. And I look at it kind of like as my – basically my rookie year because, I mean, sitting down for a year, as, it ain't too many guys that get better from not playing the sport that they play in a year. So that right. happened. And then like I said, came back next year, and, you know, this year is pretty much my rookie year. I treated it as on the field. And, so I know it's just so much like, but seeing so much room to improve, that's what really got me excited because I know there's so many like it's, it's not a plateau, you know, my ability and my talent is, is you know, it's still levels unlocked, still rooms open, you know, as far as my ability and talent goes. So just ready to unlock that and really show what I can do and really be what I plan to be in the league. Yeah, like and like you said, you know, you you know, like you after you got that first catch out the way, you're like, okay, I belong in the league. You get some jitters that first, that first catch, that first hit, get them out the way. You're like, all right, I'm good now, ready to go in and up play. And you and you can almost say like your rookie season was kind of like a like you said this that was like your de facto rookie season. It was almost like a coming out party uh, for you. 31 receptions for 363 yards, like you said. You're going up. You went up against Seattle yeah. at seven catches for 72 yards. That's no joke. Like you already said, going against the Legion of Boom, you're just hoping that you don't get clean clock across the middle by Cam yeah. Chancellor. And then you know, keep your head on the swivel at all times. And then you followed that performance up with three receptions for 60 yards against uh, Kansas City and then ended the season with six receptions for 57 yards uh, against Cincinnati. I vividly remember that Kansas City uh, that Kansas City game because I was watching it at home because I think, I don't know when the Eagles were playing that time on that day, and they were showing the Baltimore game in uh, in Philly, and I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, yo, I'm like, 
watch this dude, Jeremy Butler. I'm telling you, he's going to be a problem. I just keep telling people that. And he had, like, this big reception. I was like, told y'all, he's really that good. Talk about – you. Talk about going up against, you know, those going up against those three defenses in particular. Because like you mentioned, you mentioned Seattle, one of the toughest defenses, and then you come back, you're going against Kansas City, who has a pretty good secondary of their own with, you know, Eric Berry and Marcus Peters and Sean Smith and then Cincinnati with their own tough defense. Just talk about that and how that helps you, you know, how that helps you, you know, going from playing them, playing each of those teams in different weeks and how that prepares you going into this upcoming season. Uh, that I mean, going against our demons daily, so that kind of I can't even lie. That helped me a lot. Right, <laughs> you know, just, exactly. But just like I say, it was it's more like a, especially Seattle. You know, knowing about that defense, especially like that, you know that respect. It was more like a for me. I know it was kind of funny, but it felt like a you know that my AI Jordan moment. You know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm gonna, if I'm gonna show, break out and show people, okay, you really belong. Make some plays against this team, against this secondary. You know, this is how you find out. You know, the best want to go against the best. And I know, like, with no right. hesitation, I can look any, to anybody and tell them, you know, I feel like I'm the best at what I do, you know, and I with all confidence. So, of course, I want to go against the secondary that's the best, you know, and make the plays against them. So now that lets me know, like I said, that it, it, it solidifies that I belong. And, you know, I'm trying to, like, what, what I'm trying to be in this league. And it, it also lets people know, like, you belong and that you, you know, you, you're real, you know, you're the real deal. So, Going out there and making those plays and going against them, like you know, you kind of, you like, it's a it's a big game and it's like a lot of you know emotion, you know stuff going on. But you know you're going against him. Even on the field, you kind of look across and you can't see. Okay, okay, this Sherman, you know, he he lined up against me, and it's just mm-hmm. like you know, it's either I make my presence known or I let him make his presence known. And that's what I look at it. Either it's him, versus, it's him versus me, you know. And that's how I look at it, and I try to win my matchups, and I kind of, you know, came out, you know, with a few catches and, uh, you know, some yards, and I had a decent day, you know, even though we didn't get to win. But I made some plays, and that kind of really, you know, just let kind of people know, like, okay, I'm definitely not going to back down from the moment. Like, I'm ready to take my opportunity. And then coming back to Kansas City, you know, like I say, you hear about the stuff going on. You see, like, you know, that secondary, high respect they is, high, tall, athletic, and they, you know, great pass defense, and, you know, making those plays against them. And I remember, I can remember, I, I've only been in, like, my first year, you know, this year playing. So, of course, I can remember all my, my catches and my plays for the most part right now. So, I remember everything clear as day, like, happened yesterday. Like, you know, it means a lot to me. And, you know, every day I'm here and I, you know, wake up and still play NFL play, I really appreciate it and just thank God for it. But that, those two games helped me a lot, my confidence. And what really ended the season on a high note was the Cincinnati game. I know that's that's a playoff caliber team, you know. And people picked up those guys, you know, to get to get in the Super Bowl last year. So that's a respectable team. And making those plays against them, and then even having the good day I had, you know, it bothered, it bothered me a little bit at first, but I kind of realized, it, understood it. Was when I made it, I had a, had a screen, a quick screen, you know, I broke through the middle and made a couple guys miss me reverse field for 45, I think. And like after the, after the game, you know, my homies, like you know, they sending me text messages in the group message, like, "Oh, good game, we seen you do this." And, you had this like this. That's a big game, and they was like you should have had this. And they was just like it, the stats I had in the game. And the game was nice, and but I had a touchdown. I had to call back. And if they were right. called it back, that'd be my first. That'd be my first hundred yard game within my eighth game in the NFL. That would have been big for me. Like, and that would have been you know about five catches for hundred yards and a touchdown. You know that would have been that have been big. You let people know I'm really here. And the end of the season on the high note, you know, you know. So of course we didn't make the playoffs, you know. So. That would end the season on a great note going to next season. But, you know, even I 
looking at it now, but I still did it. You know, it just it got called back, and it's like I can't take it back. I can't get it back, but in the sense of it, it showed people what you're capable of as far as, you know, being able to make, that, make those plays. And it also, you know, just understand, like I said, when you turn, like I said, your man up got a bigger plan, so maybe it's, it wasn't time for that to say it right now. Maybe the first game this season, you know, no, who knows, so. He probably just, it wasn't time for that play to happen yet. So that's how I look at it and just appreciate it, you know. So that's how that's how my thought process was on those, those games. You know, they meant a lot to me. Those my, I definitely thought I got better and better each week and kind of started feeling myself and getting a little more comfortable each week after that, after the Seattle game. Exactly, and like you said, going against the defense that you got that you guys face on a weekly basis, you know, it definitely, you know, it, it doesn't phase you. It doesn't phase you at all because Ravens has a pretty top-notch defense as it is a secondary, and it doesn't phase you when you go against other teams in the AFC or other teams in the AFC North. So it definitely, like you said, was a confidence booster for you to see how you played. And I got to ask you, you know, I got to ask you about those PV, I call them the PV and J uniforms that you guys wore against Kansas City. The 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 gold and purple, I call them Pimper and oh, Jelly. Uh, what, what did y'all think about putting on them uniforms when you first, when they first told you guys, like, hey, you're going to be wearing this uh, uniform combination? Because I know Twitter had a field day with it. Yeah, they did. And it's crazy because I looked on there and I was like, I seen the Bucks with all red and the Rams with all yellow. I was like, okay, well, some teams it might not work out for, but I'm like, oh, it definitely can work. Either we're gonna go to, you know, all purple, or we're gonna go like the the Maryland, you know, state logo with the kind of the reddish looking kind of thing. I was like, that that looked nice, you know. I was like, how we gonna put this on? Like, either way I go, like, I'm I'm thinking we're gonna be okay. Nobody would have ever thought purple pants, like purple jersey, gold pants. I'm just we walked in the locker room, I'm just looking like, is that is really what we're gonna wear? I'm like, okay, I guess so. And then, it was it was so funny because in the locker room you got everybody you know asking the trainers like uh, let me get some white socks or no nah, let me get black like everybody trying to figure out like okay how do I make this look decent like how do I make myself comfortable in it because it's like it was funny though but it, we made it work and it was like it looked it turned out to be better than what most people thought it was gonna look but it was definitely you know eye opening it was funny. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, when I first saw the costume, I was like, okay, like, all right, this is this is this is interesting. I'm wondering how it looks out on the field when you guys actually play. I'm just like, all right, this actually turned out pretty well. I don't know if they have it in, the, and I don't even know if they have. I wonder if they have that jersey, that jersey uniform combination in that. And I gotta check to see if that's somewhere in there. Because if it is, I definitely gotta try to pull that up. <laughs> And use y'all playing that with that jersey combo. <laughs> We're here talking with Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Jeremy Butler here on the Total Sports Live podcast. And you mentioned, you know, like you said, you know, God has a bigger plan for you and for everyone else. And, and and especially for this, you know, this Ravens team, you know, you guys had a down season, but it was more because of injury. You know, what are your expectations? What are the team's expectations? Let's start off with the team. What is the team expectation heading into this season? Because I got to think, you know, you guys are hungry to win that division, especially seeing how the playoffs went, you know, and eventually the Super Bowl. You guys probably felt like, you know what, that could have been us. If we stayed healthy, we could have been there. We could have been in the Super Bowl against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I mean, I guess you can say that's those – those concerns are thoughts when it comes to any, you know, competitors here as far as mm-hmm. when dealing with injuries. But I think we the same approach we're looking at, you know, the same we was last year. Just win one game at a time. You know, like each game like each game take care of itself, you know, and it's every every moment, every game, you know, is his own individual, you know, game and style, you know. So I mean 
just taking advantage and making the most of each opportunity to get in, minimizing the mistakes. And the rest took care of itself. We got the talent and we got the coaching staff. We got the experience. You know, we got the ability. It's just, it's just simple. We just take care of one game at a time. One week, get better each day, stack days, and the rest take care of itself. Yeah, and I, I think any, I think every team, I think every team goes by that, and you guys definitely because we've seen the NFL when you and the NFL is different than any than unlike any other league to be honest because you guys only have 16 games in a regular season and it's like and there's so much parity you know you can't look ahead in your schedule or you can't look past no team because that's how yes. we have upsets and that's when you know you you play ball you play ball you know that's how. You end up that game that you lo- end up losing because you look ahead could mean something in the standings going forward. Yeah. So that's that's definitely how we do it. Like you know, what I mean, it's of course you know it's the NFL, so you got to respect each team. That record don't mean nothing. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I do know. It's completely different. Is in college, if you had a bad record, you had a bad record. In the NFL, you you probably literally three points or a couple, you know, bad calls away from that record. That, that one and three being four and oh. So, you know, it's because the NFL, like I said, our, our coach Tresman does it. Like, it's, it's funny. It's like a little cliche thing he say, but the NFL is a 58-plus two league, you know. <laughs> Playing time is an hour, but it's, the game is always going in the last two minutes, you know. So that's something that, you know, he preached with us. And, you know, we kind of we kind of take that and run with it because, I mean, it's, it's – you see a lot of games, it's a lot of teams, like, it's literally, like, everyone is good. So, I mean, you have to, you, you can't make mistakes. And so, you don't, you definitely don't look past teams, but at the same time, you never kind of, you know, look over them. You know, don't look over them, don't look back about the last game. Because sometimes, sometimes that can do it to the next game, you know. You feel a sense mm-hmm. of entitlement, or, you know, or you're kind of dragging about, you know, something that, the way the game ended last week, you know. So, it can go anyway. You just got to respect everybody, you know, and but at the same time, earn your respect. Yeah, you're right. And the NFL is a grown man league, and like you said, there's you could be one and three, or and you get a couple bounces, go four and zero. Oh. When you said it, I was thinking, I'm thinking of the Detroit Lions, because I think they went through the same kind of skit during the regular season where you had the, you know, the fluke, the fluky play in Seattle, and then that kind of just was a was a domino yeah, effect. Three a good record. Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's a perfect example, you know. Like I say, you can't look forward, you can't look too far ahead. But you also, like I say, even if you lose that game, you can't dwell on there. Even if you win big, you can't be like, all right, now we can go next game and 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 beat every team going forward. So good mindset that you know that you that the coaches you know preach to you guys. And like I said, the game's one in two in two minutes and in, in the last two minutes, and that's true too because. A lot of weird things like basketball. I mean, a lot of weird things happen in sports in the last two minutes. You got to play clean football, and we've seen that this past season. Got to play clean, can't play sloppy in two minutes, last two minutes. Because if you do, yeah, it won't end up well. It won't end up too good for you. <laughs> Most teams that make you play. Yep, that's definitely true, and you know. We got. I gotta ask this one question too, because a lot of people, because we're about to wrap this wrap this podcast up. A lot of people been asking me this question. Like I am the almighty source of when it comes to this. A lot of there's been a lot of commotion about the NFL top 100 list. A lot of commotion <laughs> about it. There's fans that are wondering, all right, who really votes on this list? And then you have players that's like, you know what, like 
I don't even get down with this list because it's messed up because I know I don't see no ballot. And you have your teammate, Steve Smith, who is uh, one of the best little little guy wide receivers, strong, hard nose. I know he's probably been a great veteran mentor to all you younger wide receivers, potential Hall of Famer. He gave some thoughts on the NFL Top 100 list, but I just got to ask you, do you guys actually vote on this list? Because they try to make it seem like you guys vote on this list, but do you really vote on this list? Um, honestly, my first year, I didn't, I didn't see a list. I didn't get a list of sign or <laughs> vote on. But then last year, yeah, I did. We did. Our receiving room did. We got a list. We got a paper. We had one paper. Yeah, a few papers we had to fill out, you know, as a group. I think it was kind of uh-huh. weird how the, the vote process was. So it, 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 it went around this year, but the first year, I don't, the, my, my rookie year, I didn't see one. And then I don't, it's kind of tricky because I don't think some of the stuff, I think it's more of a popularity contest. I don't think it's, because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it, it ain't, if you ask anybody, you know, the top 100, everybody's going to be different. There, there won't be one that's, that match. So it's just all opinionated. So it's like I don't really know how to do it, and I don't really get into it. You just got to know what you are to yourself. And, but it, it, yeah. it seems fun. It seems nice. You know, it's nice to know how your peers like, you know, look at you. But that changes every week, so you'll never really know. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's almost like, like you said, like a popularity kind of like almost in high school, like voting for who has the best this and who has the best this, or even in college, yeah, like you know the polls, the or when college football had the BCS polls, and everybody's like, well, how this team get up here? Well, because they put up this many style points or whatever. So there's a lot of gripes with him though here in Philadelphia. A lot of people had gripes about about Fletcher Cox and where he was at, and you know. We see Steve Smith, he was like, why is he not even in the top 100, you know? Navarro Bowman, I remember I saw a video they asked him about it. It's an interesting concept that's around this top 100 list that it just seems like every year there's always something about it. <laughs> there's always a mystery behind it, and we finally got it solved here. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it's tricky. It's crazy, but, man, it's, it's I, I salute the guys on there. I mean, it's it's definitely something that you love to be a part of, but it's something that you know you can't live or die by. You know, you yeah, kind of have exactly. yourself and you know, understand. You know, you gotta respect yourself. It ain't about how the people view it, but how you view yourself is the main part. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely. I think people kind of can agree. It's kind of it's kind of iffy and it's mysterious still. So until we get to the bottom of it, I mean, I don't really know how much how much weight it holds. Right, I totally agree with you. Uh, a couple more questions here. Like again, like I said, I really appreciate you. Coming on the night here doing this podcast, you're you're a small school player. You're you went to Tennessee Mark, the home of Skyhawks, yes. out of the OVC. <laughs> what advice would you give to any small school player out there that you know that wants to play in the NFL? You know, because there's a lot of guys that have the same aspirations that you do, and you know you're at this level. So what would you say to them? You know, they were listening to this podcast about playing at the next level and how to get there and get to that route? Uh, first and foremost, I would say just, you know, trusting, you know, like I say, lean on God and trusting the plan and the process. You know, if it's meant to right. be, it's going to happen. It's, it won't be stopped. You know, it's it's going to find a way to, you know, manifest itself. So, But I would say the main thing, you know, behind that is just, just work and, you know, work smart and work hard. But understand, you know, you got to be, there's less room for error. Like, you know, you got to kind of – you want to – as a competitor, you do want to have that mentality where it's, okay, it's even playing field. We all here now. It's even playing field, you know, coming out. It's all about, you know, the film. That's what matters the most. But 
I hate to say it, you know, it's, 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 it's not that simple all the time. You know, sometimes, you know, yeah, you got a shorter leash to play with. Yeah, you got a short, you know, shorter room for error. You know, you got to kind of, you know, bring it every day. You can't you know, have room for, you know, you can't make the same mistakes another guy can make. You know, you got to understand that and kind of put that pride aside and realize that because the more you accept it, the more you realize that, you know, you got to make the most of each and every day. And just, just work and, you know, do your best to kind of, you know, enjoy it. Don't get, like, coming from a small school, the thing I, I was great with and my family and friends great with was, like, it was never kind of pressing to, like, get to get drafted or pressing to get noticed by the NFL. It was more of a year in college, you know, it's your senior year, you know, enjoy your senior year, last year of school. Enjoy, you know, you know, being earning your right where you're on the team and, you know, making those plays with your teammates, having fun, enjoying it. Like, you know, just being a kid, you know, for the last little bit you got because once you got there, you know, you kind of, you know, it's adult world, so. Just enjoying that, like enjoying, you know, what you work hard for, you know, being like not many people get to say, you know, they a senior, you know, in college, you know, ready to finish school. So just enjoy that and not press to feel like I got to do this, everything I got to be to get me to the NFL. Like put your work in, like, you know, be yourself, be true to yourself, you know, just stay true to who you are and trust your plan. Don't look on anybody else's plate and let chips fall where they may, man. At the end of the day, it's football. Have fun. Smile while you're doing it. You know, and everything will take care of itself. What's meant to be will be. Ted, I, I I really can't disagree with anything. I, I, I all I should probably do is give an amen to that because you pretty much just <laughs> preach to the choir. I mean, there's a no seriously because there's a lot that you know that people that people can take from that message and apply to the game of football. Like you said, just go out there and have fun. If it happens, it happens. If it's in God's plan, it's going to work out for you. Just play your game and know yourself. And I think, like I said, you can apply that to football you can also apply that to real life you know like you said enjoy the last little bit of college that you got in because like you said after college it's adult world and the real world is no joke out here (laughs) there's nobody holding your hand no like you're in high school no more saying all right you didn't do this test all right well you get to come make it over like nope there ain't none of that there's it kind of like if you're not with it it kind of passes you by so that's the I think that's a that's a pretty damn good message <laughs> that uh, everybody can that. take away from. <laughs> well, I think we'll we'll call that Jeremy's words of wisdom. We'll call that. We'll we'll, we'll get that. We'll call it that. <laughs> I got a lot, man. I got a lot of knowledge and wisdom to share. It, ain't, it don't belong to me. It's just passed down. I got a lot to give away. I can't. I, I, I can't. I can't disagree with you there. Now, last one. Last one. I know I said I had a couple more. This is the last one. Since the NBA free. This is NBA free agency, and I know you are an avid 2K player. You're an avid 2K player. This is free agency. What is your thoughts on Kevin Durant going to Golden State and now Dwayne Wade heading to the Chicago Bulls? Uh, it's crazy, and it's like I think it's it's fun. It's fun. It's definitely like it's because it's, it's football free agency is exciting, and in a sense, you know, you mm-hmm. keep kind of. But you kind of know is you know it's more it's it's a little more I won't say organized but kind of like it's not as wild and exciting. And NBA is really like anybody can go anywhere and you never know until they make a decision. You know, with football you kind of can you kind of can tell sometimes, but with basketball it's just all just like I would have never seen those moves happening. And I know for me the first thing I'm thinking you know when I seen the Knicks getting their team together I'm just like okay, you know now I can go play with the Knicks you know. Hey, it's been a while since they had a nice 2K roster, but I'm thinking the Timberwolves got a nice 2K roster too. I think the best 2K roster right now, I gotta go with Golden State and uh, yeah, 
Everybody's going to use it Golden State 2K roster looking, looking legit. And who else? There's a few teams that got nice. Uh, LeBron I mean, team always going to be 2K. Yeah, LeBron probably. The Spurs maybe with Gasol. I mean, yeah, it could be some little damage. I mean, OKC, I don't think nobody's going there. That, I mean. Cause you nah, just gotta throw the defense up on. You just gotta throw the defense up on Westbrook and double team and just <laughs> force everybody else yeah, to do it themselves. <laughs> ah man, so so I had to get you because I know you was an av- I know you're an avid two K player, so I had to get that. I had to ask you about free agency. Two K is life, man. <laughs> oh, trust me, I, I really know nice, it. Gets, it gets it gets real serious. It gets real serious. I. <laughs> I've seen it and experienced it. <laughs> but that's going to wrap up the podcast. Like I said, Jeremy, I really appreciate you coming on because uh, training camp, I know training camp is about to start in a very in a, in a few weeks, actually. When does training camp start for uh, you and the Ravens? Uh, we start up uh, the 28th, actually, July 28th. So we got like three and a half, maybe what, three, yeah, three and a half weeks, close to four. Yep. Like yeah, like 21 days, 21, 22 days. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I got to enjoy those last days. I don't try to count them. You got to keep them. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like it's like going back to school. You don't be looking at the calendar like, oh, man, I'm about to go back to school. Yeah, it's like you wanted, you wanted to come. But then again, you know, you won't mind having another day. So, I mean, that's just – but once you get there, you locked in, it's fun. And football all day. It's just football. You get to play football. You know, what more can you ask for if this is what you love? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see what uh, what the Ravens do this season. Can't wait to see what you do this season. Approve off with 363 yards and 31 receptions. We, I'm just, I'm going, I'm just going to say you're going to double that total across the board. We'll give you like 60 something catches, 600 something yards. Got a couple of TDs in there. You'll probably score a couple of TDs against my Eagles when y'all play us in like week 16 or something like that. So. It's going to be a pretty good season. It's going to, it's going to be it's going to be the, the sophomore season is going to be a come up, and it's just going to be everybody's going to be like Jeremy Butler, household name on the Baltimore Ravens. But uh, again, Jeremy, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Best of luck to you this season and the preseason. I don't think the Eagles play all this year in the preseason, so that sucks. I don't know, but I'll be looking forward to seeing y'all guys in the preseason. But like I said, man, best of luck and really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man, I really thank you, and I really appreciate it, man. It's like I said, I, when you hit me, it's like I said, it's no problem. Like I right, do it, like whenever you're ready, man. So I mean, I just appreciate you, you know following my journey and like you know genuinely, you know being interested, you know my career, you know path, and that mean a lot, man. Like I say that's that's real genuine. That's a lot of love right there, and like I said, so I'm you always, you know, you, now you got to ask twice, and they're gonna get my love back. So I appreciate that. I you know, thank you for having me on here tonight. Definitely, and everybody, like I said, if you missed this podcast, you can check it out on blogtalkradio.com, TuneIn Radio app, and iTunes. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at JoeVonten. Follow Total Sports Live on Twitter. Check out totalsportslive.com where this podcast will be posted. But for me and Jeremy, everybody have a great rest of your Wednesday night, and we'll talk to you all soon. And look out for the Baltimore Ravens this season. They're going to be in contention to win that AFC North. It's going to be tough, but like the North is always tough, but they'll be in contention to win it again. For me and Jeremy, everybody have a good night.